welcome to the Help Club for Moms devotional podcast. We're so glad you're here, and we're praying for you to encounter the wide and long and high and deep love of Jesus Christ every time you listen. It's going to be a great day. Loving Your Husband Even When He Is Unlovable by Rachel Jones. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the moms listening right now. I pray that this Bible study really speaks to them, Lord. I pray that they are challenged to um, remain faithful and steadfast in loving their husbands, no matter what, in always assuming the best, in always being their husband's cheerleader, and being completely faithful to them. Father, we lift up our marriages to you, and I pray that you are at the center of every marriage. And I pray for the mom who's, li- who's listening, who might be married to a non-Christian. And I pray right now that you send your Holy Spirit to her so she's able to radiate your freedom, your grace, your forgiveness towards her husband and plants a seed there. Father, we love you. Amen. Ephesians 4.2, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. Showing love to our husband when he are disappointed in them or they have hurt us is hard. It seems completely impossible. Unlovable behavior deserves harshness and sharp words. At least that is what the world would tell us. However, it is during these times in our marriage that we most need to respond not only in obedience to God, but in a noticeably different way than the world. We need to respond in peace because a righteous and loving tone is a precursor to the hope our marriages so desperately need. There have been many, many times in my marriage when my husband had been unlovable. He is human after all. I have had ample opportunity to overlook annoyances, but guess what? I'm human too. From my wicked self-centered heart, I have made hurtful comments and showed no empathy. It is in these struggles to love my husband that I have learned the most about myself. Looking back, it was often my attitude which needed adjustment. And this powerful verse has convicted me and helped me to focus on the state of my own heart. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Luke six forty five. For years, I would not even consider what was going on in my husband's heart that caused him to act in such frustrating or unlovable ways. I only thought of myself and how annoyed I felt, how inconvenienced I was, or how I was needed him and he was not there for me. You get the point. I realized I had lost a lot of compassion and general goodwill toward my husband. Even though I was let down, I was also letting him down. Our marriage began to vastly improve when I started living out these verses in Colossians 3, 12 through 14. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. And above all, put these on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Simply put, I needed to become more tender and compassionate toward my husband by leaning on the Holy Spirit for the strength to do it. Here are three things I have learned about showing unconditional love to my husband. My husband is a good man, and at some level yours is too. Even if he is not half the man you want him to be, you should still treat him like he's a good man. Look at the quote from Beth Moore today. Treating your husband like the man you desire him to be will cause him to work hard to live up to your expectations. Make sense? Your husband longs to make you happy, even if he rarely shows it, and you need to be his biggest cheerleader. 
He is your husband and deserves your love. I am often unlovable too. Can we all just make a commitment to accept our humanness and not act like our husbands are the only annoying ones? Apologize to your hubby often, and he will likely do the same. Be the first person to start a conversation toward forgiveness. Be more selfless and realize that a happy and healthy marriage can start with you. And I can do nothing apart from the Holy Spirit. Period. There is little else to say on this matter except stop trying to improve your husband. Just stop it. It is not your job. Your husband belongs to the Lord. You have been given the amazing blessing to respect him, honor him, and love him for your whole life. It is an incredible gift from God to be married, and we need to find hope in the trust we have in him. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Here are some questions to ponder. Are you often short with your husband? Do you find yourself frequently losing your patience with him? When was the last time you looked your husband in the eyes and asked him how he was feeling? Is your husband hard to be around right now because he's going through something difficult? And I know this might be hard to hear, but is it possible your husband misses his happy and carefree wife, the one who used to delight in him? I want to read the quote from Beth Moore since I referenced it in my study. A mentor told me early on, Beth, if you treat your man like he is already everything you want him to become, he'll become it. I could have cut my husband down with my tongue, but I didn't think that was wise. A man needs his woman's love and respect. Let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the gift of marriage. Father, I pray for every woman listening. I lift up their marriages to you. I pray that she has courage and strength to love her husband, even when he is unlovable. And I pray that through some of the struggles, she feels um, just closer to you and that she's able to examine her own heart and truly grow as a wife and a mother and a godly woman through the struggles, Father, because everything we go through um, if we lean on you, you know, while we're going through it, Father, you always have something to teach us and you always have the opportunity to refine us and, you know, chisel away those areas of our heart and our tongue and our mind that need to be submitted completely to you. So thank you, Father. We love you. Amen.